whoa, whoa. Bird notes. Bird notes. We're hearing them all around us. It's the coming of spring. It's the coming of the showers. It's the coming of the rainbows and the flowers. Hoo-ha! What a beginning for spring. You know, just in case you don't know, this is Diane Johnson with Senior Matters. And I have a lot to say, and I'll do my best to kind of twiddle it down, diddle it down, whatever it is. But most important, I want to say thank you to an incredible, blessed group of people in my life. And you know what? I've, you've heard me say it before. I am not an employee there, so I'm not doing anything except being taken care of by the best team of nursing CNA staff at Heritage Park. I had another little time there, and this time was a respite time, and I got spoiled. 83 years old, and I got spoiled rotten. I got loved. I got hugged. It was the best birthday I've had in years, and therefore I am blessed. I feel, you know, I feel good. Thank you, Heritage Park. Thank you for sharing your time, your energy, and help my spirit be brighter and my body be stronger. Anyway, rattle, rattle, rattle. Um, Today, we're going to talk about, about a very special garden in our life. There are many gardens in our life. There's spring gardens, fall gardens, summer gardens, But we're going to talk about one of the special gardens in our community. And I have a very special guest who lives around the corner from me. And I just met her a couple of months ago. And when we connected, and we connected about Carbondale's community garden near Crystal Meadows Senior Housing. And... A new friend, I hope, in my life, if not Stephanie, her puppy. I love her puppy. I love her puppy. So my guest is Stephanie Riverman. She is a Carbondale resident and a past director of the Carbondale Community Gardens. Welcome. Hello. You great. What you up to, girl? I'm just sitting here waiting for you to tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the thing is? I told her. I I, I said it's all conversational. We wound mm. up talking for a couple hours the other day, getting to know you, uh, how you perceive the community garden, what's going on with it. Tell me what about. The community garden. What is a little bit of the history, and why can you? Why do you have the knowledge and information to tell me? Okay, um, I did a little bit of research before I came in because I don't. I wasn't real clear about the beginnings of this garden, and um, 
I just fell into it because I moved into senior housing. Okay. So um, what I learned yesterday was that it's been around since 2001, and a group of people got together. I believe um, um, Wendy Anderson was instrumental in getting things together. The USDA, there was a grant. The city of Carbondale was totally backing this. It's their property. And um, they created this beautiful community garden. It's sort of a pie-shaped piece mm-hmm. um, right by the dog park. Mm-hmm. And um, it's. I moved into senior housing. I was quite sick. And this. I met this woman, Rusty Bertard. Yay, Rusty. <laughs> Are you listening, honey? <laughs> and she told me, you've got to do this. It'll make you feel better. And I'd never gardened before. You, you talked like I was an expert gardener. Not. And, and Rusty even calls herself an amateur after all these years. She's 90-something now. And she's been gardening her whole life. But she told me to get in the garden and, and play in the dirt. And sure enough, I just kept getting stronger and stronger and loving gardening more and more. And um, I've, I've turned, you know, I've turned this sickness into um, just a minor irritation by by being out and and working the earth and and creating the food for myself that I need to be strong and and talking to like-minded people in the garden all from all different walks you know like-minded people in the garden hold on to that for a moment sustainable i heard you talking about what you were doing for your health Mm-hmm. how you were coming about and coming around. The work in the garden was helping to sustain you That's and correct. keep you going. Yeah. So we can do that with plants, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk and it's, about plants, flora, fauna, and the gardeners. Um, the, the plants um, have a voice of their own, it seems to me. I... I I can tell when I walk into the garden, they're going, me, me, <laughs> I've got weeds all around my my roots, you know, <laughs> and, or I'm thirsty. You can tell, you just get to know them, you know, and it's, and, and the other gardeners in the garden, everyone has different knowledge levels or different understandings of the plants. So we share this knowledge. We all work together. We're sustaining each other. When you say the other gardeners, who, what, what space, Um, how many gardener plots? There's 22 plots, and I believe in the original plan for this garden, it was to get people from different age groups, different walks of life integrated into the garden. So there's, there's people from senior housing, maybe five of us, more or less, and there's there's people that are seniors that live in the community that have have um, rented plots and there's young people there's middle aged working people whoa there's all kinds of folks in the garden whoa that sounds wonderful and and i walked that garden many years ago with Rusty. I remember Rusty introducing me to it. And I went in when it was in bloom, when it was just rich with (laughs) 
plants, deep, rich, green ones, big, broad leaf. I mean, the yummy yummies. Um, today, there are plots, lots. Plots? How do I, if I wanted to be a part of that community and have my own garden, how would I go about it? The best thing to do would to be come into the garden and start talking to people. Take a look at it and um, find out if there's any plots available and who to contact. There's a management committee. So there's Kay Ware is the one in charge of new um, prospective gardeners. If you want a plot, you get in touch with Kay Ware. Right now, there's no plots avail- available. But um, that the thing is to stay, just start hanging out. We've we encourage people to come and visit. There's a beautiful view of Sopris, top to bottom. You can sit on a bench and look at ah, the mountain, and isn't that and just a way to enjoy. <laughs> it's it's a good spot. There's something I read or heard on KDNK. Not too sure how it was how I perceived it, but something like this. The best thing in springtime is being in the garden. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and that's, even without a garden, when our earth starts warming up and the grass and the flowers, you can smell it. You can smell the earth, you know, nourishing the plants, you know. And it, and if you have a, a garden, it draws you out of your house. You know, it 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 makes it. There's a definite line between the seasons. You start the sap starting to flow, and it happens in your body too. And you've got to get out there and start playing in the dirt. I get out there with the shovel and see if it's still frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I haven't thought of that. When I walked over there the other day, and, I mean, you and a couple of the other regulars of, of the Crystal Meadows community, you know, and I was in there, and at that point at that time and at that moment there was a plot available mm-hmm. and I'm going oh I'm going to get on this horse <laughs> and I'm going to ride it I'm going to you know get my little pitchforks and hose and yeah. plant and within maybe an hour or two you told me you have been speaking with who was someone yeah in in some of the management has already been talking to someone that wanted the plot. And we're just sitting in the garden thinking it's wide open and available. You're you know? Right, <laughs> right. It, you know, and I thought, okay, I love the earth here. I love the temperature. I love the rainy season, snow season. I want to plant just the easy things like kale mm-hmm. and zucchini and tomatoes. I want my vegetables for my soup. So uh, it's easy here one day, gone the next, mm-hmm. you know? That's it. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. but come in anyway. Keep coming in and just kick back and enjoy it. 
and you get to know everyone, and maybe you will be drawn into the garden. You know what? And thinking of that and seeing that made me go beyond and think. Everyone buys their own supplies. Do, no. Does the community donate plants and seeds and stuff also? Or we take we take when people come in with seeds. We've got um, a wonderful shed that was brought to us from the uh, by the the town of Carbondale. They took a tractor and lifted the the. Um, what do you call it, the announcement booth out of the Rustarian uh, rodeo yeah, and, yeah, and, and came down the road with this thing chained up, hanging out the <laughs> and lifted it over the fence and just dropped it right in the garden. And it's our wonderful tool shed. And we, we have tools. Um, th- we use our funds to buy replacement tools. There's, there's people that maintain this stuff. If we need have a broken handle, it gets repaired. Mm-hmm. And if, and mm-hmm. if, if we need another rake or a shovel or something, we buy it. But anyone in the garden can use them. Okay. You know, you don't have to drag your tools there every day. You mentioned a key word. What's Funds. That? Funds. When we get the funds, we have the funds. Uh-huh. And that money is, does that come from garden ownership? Does it come the from rent. grants? Garden rent. rent. Garden rent. rent. So yeah. rent, you mean I have to pay f- rent? It, well, you live in senior housing at Crystal Meadows. That's $10 a year. Okay. If you're a senior living in the community, it's $20. If you're st- still working and not a senior, it's $30 a year. And, that, you know, and our needs aren't real great. So we we always have, we're not a big pile of money in the bank, but we've got enough stuff to yeah. keep her going. Yeah, to keep it going. And and the one good thing I remember being brought up was, and we share the abundance of life, our crops, whatever it is, but what happens if there is an overproduction of tomatoes? Where does they go? Where do the zooks go? Oh, just about anywhere that, you know, there's people that um, will put in orders, kind of like like I have friends that will say, hey, grow me a zucchini or, or save me a big one so I can make some, some zucchini bread. Or, or there is one person in the garden that dedicates all of her food to lift up. Wonderful. Yeah, so and and same with overflow stuff. If you can't find someone to take those zucchinis, then then they go to lift up. We take them right on over to lift lift up, fresh picked, and it's and 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 thank you, lift up, because I know that you're in Carbondale. Mm. You're here in two different days. You also are at Third Street. You're in Rifle. You're in Glenwood Springs, you support the community. And it's not just the senior community. Right. It's mommies it's with little babies and they're, you know, taking care of yeah. their families. And um, it, here it is going again, talking about a garden, a sustainable garden. It... <laughs> It just flows in abundance at times to take care of us. 
you know? We always don't have everything we want, you know? I'm missing having a little dog again, but you know what I've got? I've got Stephanie's puppy. I've got Larry's dog. I've got <laughs> the whole Jim's gang. dog. I, I mean, I've got the whole gang at Crystal Meadows. I can look out my window at the Hendrix Dog Park, and I see these gorgeous Siberian Huskies or Labs or the big dogs, you know, and the little dogs running around. So I'm in awe space. Oh, that's nice. Um, Stephanie, we've been talking about the garden. Tell tell me a little bit about Stephanie. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's boring. <laughs> Not really. It's Not, so from whence do you come? I was what born and you? raised in California. Oh, God, another Californian. And my, my son moved out here when he was 18. His dad was here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he came in the summers. But then when he turned 18, he said, I'm out of here, Mom. I'm going to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And, oh, when I was about 56 or so, um, I was in between things. And he said, why don't you come to Colorado? And... um he came and got me and packed he brought his truck and a U-Haul Yay. and brought my buns up here and and he took off him and his family 5 years ago moved to South Africa mm. and I decided I'm staying here I'm not going back to California I love it here I've been here 17 years maybe 18 I don't know and um I I probably die here yeah I'm and saying I'm happy the about same. that I'm saying the same thing, my dear. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to be. Another point that I recall that you told me, your son in South Africa, Mm -hmm. what's he doing, my dear? Oh, he's growing cannabis. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, it's legal there is, of course. Yeah, and I don't know what the laws are. His, his I think that they mostly do um medicinals, you yeah. know, they they're, that's yeah. legal. Yeah. But he's got huge, huge greenhouses. It's uh Uh everyone knows this old lady Diane here, and you know I'm off the wall at times definitely. One of the things I asked Stephanie, I said, are, are we allowed to grow pot in that garden? No, absolutely what? not. The city oh. oversees us, and it's a, it's a no-no. Is no there, can do. Is there any uh, federal in, intervention there? And I'm not, maybe I'm ignorant of what I'm so. talking about. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. It affe- the federal laws affect us in senior housing. Right, that That's, I know. Yeah, 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 but not the garden. I think this is a, a town thing. Okay. And it's probably, you know, our we don't have big giant fences and stuff. And it would cause, to me, this is just my logic, is that, there, you know, there would be people jumping over the fence. You got to it. Get- <laughs> You got it. And then we'd have to call the police. What do what the deer would do? Oh my goodness. Well, and um, it's so hard to find marijuana in Colorado. Oh yeah, you, just you really can imagine. Hard. 
You can imagine yeah. everyone would be raiding the garden. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's just one of those things that is not sustainable in our community. Easy come, easy go. I just have to jump in real quick. This is Morgan Neely. I'm the news director here at KDNK. Um, this talk about community gardening is reminding me that um, one of the ways that we bring this kind of conversation out to the community and that we weave our threads of connection and growth through the community is through the community support. So I just wanted to remind folks that they can plant their seed of support with KDNK by giving us a call, 970-963-0139, or they can always... Click the donate button at kdnk.org. And that's how we bring you folks like Diane Johnson to give us this kind of look at the community and her interesting, always enlivening, joyful, passionate perspective. And yeah, we can't do it without without the community. We can't do our best in the community without the community giving us their best. So 970-963-0139. Morgan, you got it. You've got your finger on the button. I'm a um, member. I yeah, have been for years. I've been a <laughs> member for years and years, and it's because KVNK has got the best music. It's oh, got yeah. the best staff. It's got the best people. I've, oh, I've, I'm blushing. You're <laughs> a redhead. Oh. Quit blushing. Actually, he's <laughs> kind of cute. You know me. Um, <laughs> um where was I going? It had something to do. Now, back on you, Weed. Stephanie. We were weed. talking about weed. Weed. We wanted to talk more about your son, I think. Yeah, yeah. No. in Nairobi. I think he that, might that be. No, he's in South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. No, I don't think he'd appreciate too much. Yeah, we'll he's stop low key. There. <laughs> we'll stop there. There was another point I was going to get to. I didn't hear. I heard about you had child and you were married and you moved here. But what have you done with your life besides being married, having children? I didn't do the marriage thing so well. That's for sure. But um, I think I've done a lot of different jobs, but the longest, my I went to school to learn how to do this. I was a um, diesel mechanic. Okay. Cool. And... Um, so I did that for years. Okay. I never made a whole bunch of money or I spent it so fast it didn't seem like I was making very much money. <laughs> but <laughs> um, that's how I supported myself for a long time. You know, then, I, then though, when I quit, because it got to be too demanding physically, even though I'm a big woman, yeah. you know. We're just very not tall, we're, well built. Yeah, yeah, but it's, you know, fe- female bodies Morgan don't goes. take a lot of the pressure that male bodies are able to withstand. Tell and me I, about it. So I got into, um, I got into caring for developmentally disabled adults. And I ran an agency. I, I you know, the, the owners had five different agencies, and I ran the one in Sacramento, California. And I really enjoyed it. So... Uh, yeah, I liked doing that. It was a nice change, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is something about working in the healthcare field. I've been doing it all my life, along with hospitality, supporting myself after 20 years of marriage. So, you know, uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love life. And I, I think, for me personally... At 83, 
a brittle diabetic. I have a few more years if I'm lucky. That's where I'm sitting too. <laughs> yeah, and and I feel That's blessed today. <laughs> you know, just fine. And I've I've had an adage that I've used for years, and it's on a card, and I need to read it because see all the pinholes in it. It's on my bulletin board. <laughs> all right. There's a fairy in front of a moon hovering over this young, beautiful, red-headed young girl. And she's holding a flower, the young girl. And the fairy says, Do you dream of impossible things? asked the fairy. Never replied the girl, for I am filled with wonderful dreams of all things that are possible. Mm. That was a birthday card of many, many years ago, and I don't, nope, no name on it. <laughs> but that's kind of an adage, you know, where I am now, where I've, I, I've been, you know, I think I, as a woman, I have done my thing, I've enjoyed my ride and the life, and I'm in Carbondale. And Carbondale sustains us. You know, it enriches the lives of the people in this station. You know, it enriches our community by listening to the music. Listen to that music. It hits that, thank you, Luke, that spiritual, ethereal place, the jazz, the everything. I still dance in my little apartment. I still wiggle my old slack mm -mm, behind. <laughs> and. And I think that that mountain looking down on everything we do reminds us to, to step outside of our own little box and be a part of the big picture. You look at that giant mother up there. And you go, ah, everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See why I like her. She's a good one. Stephanie, it's been a pleasure sharing what we have shared together in the past few hours, just a couple of days. Carbondale Community Gardens, we need benches. We don't have any benches. Three benches. So that those old seniors, young people in the gardens can sit down, relax, take a breath, and sustain themselves. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> <laughs>